<laughs> All right, hello everybody, and welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baca. I'm sitting here with Jared Truby. Coincidentally, we're wearing the exact same colors today. We're like <laughs> twinning so hard. Haven't even seen them yet. <laughs> so haven't even seen them. It's a red shirt with a gray five panel. If anybody's wondering, <laughs> and we're sitting across the table from Roman Leal, co-owner of Evocation Coffee in. Amarillo, not Texas, no. not Amarillo, not Amarillo, not Amarillo, not, not Texas <laughs> or Amarillo, Amarillo. <laughs> What's up, Roman? Hey guys, dude. What do you think some of the biggest challenges are going to be coming out of more of a you know a wholesale kind of environment and launching into your first like like bigger cafe with the full menu? Yeah, um, the thing that I'm most nervous about, I think, is just training for baristas mm-hmm. um, and training good customer service mm-hmm. uh, and and then just bar efficiency, that kind of thing. I mean, with such a small team, we haven't really had to deal with that. Like, everybody's such a rock star right now, and they all kind of came to the company this way. We haven't had to do a ton of training so far. But that's something, yeah, that I'm nervous about. I'm excited about it, too. Um, kind of developing a training program to... Get everybody, get everybody on board with our mission, kind of our vision of coffee. Um, but yeah, that's probably the biggest challenge that I uh, foresee in the change uh, from the wholesale operation. And is the shop going to be in kind of uh, like a downtown central area? I have no idea what I'm talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, downtown Amarillo. Yeah. yeah. Amarillo doesn't. Yeah, Amarillo's got a really cool downtown that hasn't really taken off yet. Okay. There's not a lot of traffic. How down there. big is the city? Um, I think it's two hundred thousand, okay. maybe two two fifty, something around there. So it's it's decent size. Yeah, yeah. decent, solid. Yeah, um, bigger than here. Yeah, yeah. but uh, no, ours is going to be on uh, kind of the newer part of town. It's over on the west side of Amarillo. Um, locations at thirty fourth and Coulter. Um, so really busy intersection. Um, kind of a bumping little part of town. Okay, who We're are at, some of your neighbors? You know, is it? Um, um we've got a uh, public house. Is like a little wine bar, um, like upscale restaurant across okay. the street from us. We've got uh, the Red Wing Shoe Store, pretty nice. close to us. Yeah, everybody needs some Red Wings. <laughs> and we've got a hearing aid place uh, pretty close to us too. Classic. Oh yeah, and a Jason's Deli. Oh, no. A deli's uh, key. Well, yeah, delis are nice. Yeah. Delis are nice Lunch to have cruise, around. You know. Yep. I like when you get all the service industry stuff around. Yeah, dude. Everybody's vibing on mm-hmm. that. You know, get yeah. a bunch of bartenders and Heck waiters yeah. and waitresses and hostesses. Basically, like you'll Trading do coffee, business. then you'll get a sandwich, and then afterwards you'll get a drink, and exactly. then you might get a hearing you'll go to the aid restaurant, when you get old. and then you'll for sure go get a hearing aid. Yeah, because <laughs> that roaster's <laughs> yeah. gonna ruin your gig. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So loud. The pitches and the frequencies are very <laughs> dangerous, guys. It's like that low-level hum all day. Yep. Mm. <laughs> yeah, putting down your, putting down, getting your training stuff locked in before, you know, like work on that stuff. It's, yeah. I feel like that's a really important thing to do, and I'm, I'm a big believer in mission, vision, values. Yeah. Chris is like, I force it down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's smart if you're gonna go into business and and expand it. Like you need to be intentional about that stuff and like think about it. Yeah, totally. Or else we've been uh, like hashing out kind of a little employee manual, which yeah. this is the first time we've ever done that. But it's huge. It's been fun. It's mm-hmm. been fun. We're super excited about it. Oh, it's actually so exciting. Chris <laughs> and I are working on that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a really good email thread going we on. We do have a nice email thread. Our values <laughs> thread is hot right now. It is hot right now. <laughs> we got these ideas not on our skull. I wrote paragraphs. Chris did write a couple great paragraphs. A couple great paragraphs. I quoted them in another email back to him. <laughs> I have not checked that yet. Oh, that's there. That's awesome. Where are we? <laughs> beneath the Balboa building. We're beneath the Balboa building. Okay, so your experience then. Okay, 
you have your coffee, you have Texas, you have Texas coffee. Yeah. It's kind of like that scene you talked about. Yeah. Then you've just recently come out here and you've been in LA. Yeah. Cruising around, seeing all the different spots. It's been awesome. So where have you gone? And then like talk about the experiences compared to, you know, what's going on in Texas and maybe yeah. what you've learned and what you're experiencing. Um. So we have gone, we've gone all over, man. Uh, we hit up uh, Dinosaur Coffee this morning. Um, that was awesome. Uh, very good. We went to Intelli Silver Lake. Uh, it was right next door, just right down the street. Classic. Um, dang, where else did we go? We went to Coffee Co. Lab, which was solid. Yeah. And uh, Verve downtown. DTLA. Yeah. They were all awesome. Juice served here. Yeah. Yeah, it was excellent. Or there. <laughs> <laughs> Juice served here. Yeah. There it is. Um, what was really cool and what I loved is that uh, pretty much all those places had stuff that really that complemented the coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the upscale coffee places in Texas right now are all just exclusively coffee, maybe some pastries. Yeah. Um, but like Verve has the juice served here thing, which was super neat. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually uh, got some of that and it was so Did delicious. Did you do the flight? No, I wanted no. to. Dang. Did you get cream party? What's that? Cream party's the bomb. It's cream the cream party. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's the coconut pulp mixed with coconut milk. Mm, and no. it's just that sounds coconut so good, though. nectar. I don't know. Whatever it is. It's I wish I had. Dang. It's a good one. That sounds so good. I mean they're all good. Juice serve here does good juice. Or their Trace Leches thing. Mm. Yeah. It's, what is it? Some kind of nine milk. It's a blend of nut milks. Yeah. Right? Dang. You get a cappuccino with it? Hazelnut and macadamia nut and something. Almond milk. Almond butter. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh. It was good. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, 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 but uh, all those places that we went to, uh, like a lot of them anyway, had really cool complimentary programs, like a really good food program uh, mm-hmm. at uh, Go Get Them. Yeah, yeah, Go Get food awesome. programs, nice. Yeah, that toast was killer. Um, and that's actually something we want to introduce in our cafe too. Um, something that we're super uh, stoked on is actually doing a good food program uh, with the coffee. Tex-Mex you, toast. Tex-Mex oh, toast. Man. Oh yeah, sopapillas, a little French press. There you go. Mm. Do you think you'll have a kitchen in there or just something real basic? We'll have a kitchen you'll that's going to be tiny. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so we'll be doing toast. We'll be doing waffles. Um, we'll be doing some house-made pastries. Just nice. little stuff like that. Do you have somebody lined up or is this going to be team effort? Savannah Gates. Yeah. Oh, really? Also yeah. A baker. yeah. Yeah. A woman of many talents. Does she, nice. Is there anything she doesn't do? That's what I want to hear about. We'll yeah. find out. <laughs> Somebody tell me what we'll she List them on one do. hand. <laughs> Dressed yeah. like a Best Western Hotel. I have like, Bronx, <laughs> she does not do. <laughs> yeah, um, she's going to be seeing up that uh, program for us. Uh, so she's putting that together right now, actually. Uh, okay. Yeah, she's been doing a few tastings with us. Do you feel like the style of coffee via whatever espresso and and brewed like is it is it similar to what you guys are doing in Texas? Is it different? <laughs> Roast wise too, yeah. you know, like yeah, give um, it, give it an. It's assessment. all over. Yeah. It's all over. I mean, uh, there's so much variance uh, between just like dinosaur and uh, go get them even. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, there's the same kind of uh, just like there's a spectrum all over Texas. Yeah. I mean, you've got roasters that uh, doing everything from a super super light like Nordic style roast yeah. to the more developed stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's similar in that way. And the, there's tons of different styles out there um, in the in this market. And it's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drill. I'm gonna drill you with questions. Pre pre gaming that we know that all these places were good and awesome. Yeah. Which spoke to you? Did you have both espresso and coffee at each one? Um, I think so. We had we definitely had coffee at each one. I think we had espresso at just about all of them. Okay. So, 
then you can split them up. And again, we all know that these cafes are awesome. Yeah. Chris and I visit them all. <laughs> who 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 hit the nail on the head the higher the hardest for, and if it's the same place for both, awesome. But mm-hmm. for both, you know, okay. either or. Yeah, um, dude, I gotta give coffee to G and B. Okay, um, dude, that was so good. Uh, that three sixty bar concept was awesome too. Um, a really cool environment and service was killer. And uh, they were brewing up. I think it was an Ethiopian from Heart. Cool. Um, and it was just killer. So good. I've yet to see that bar. It was. It was I haven't either. We gotta go down there. Yeah, we should go next week. We won't. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on. <laughs> I want to do all the stuff. I was telling Roman, I was like, I don't do anything anymore. I don't do anything. Just it a lot so of work. cool. Yeah, it was an amazing concept. And we just randomly sat next to Kyle Glanville, which oh, yeah. was cool. Mm-hmm. Superstardom. He's Super a good guy. Star. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, coffee there was probably the best. Um, I think the best shot that I've had the whole time uh, was probably a Verve okay. on that street level. The it street was, mix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I call it the street mix. That's my fault. It's, it is street level world. Street <laughs> mix. Street 86. mix is just an old school term for people who were there way back when. Yeah. You probably use it still, right? Some, still probably I don't call know. It street who mix. Knows? Somebody might. <laughs> Maybe not. Ryan probably does still. Yeah. Ryan O'Donovan calls it street mix he, sometimes. Yeah. I bet. It was tasting so good. Street mix is good. Street mix is very good. Two yeah. watts. Two guats? Is that what it is right now? That's what I've heard. Mm. That's what it was the last time I had it, I think. It had just I had it last weekend, yeah, in Santa Cruz, and I believe it was two guats. Yeah, super tasty. Yeah. So good. Cool. Yeah. Is that the kind of, so I'm, I'm assuming you got to try all the espresso styles, right? Is that yeah. kind of the style that you like the best? Which, it's not short, by the way, you know, yeah. but it's more of like a one to two, or yeah, one to totally. one and a half ratio. Yeah, you know, it's that's not, what we're pulling. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. what we're all about right now. Um. Yeah, so like our uh, Epoch Espresso is kind of our flagship, yep. um, and our espresso parameters are 18 grams to uh, 37 milliliters right now. Okay. So yeah, that mm-hmm. same kind of, uh, yeah, a yeah, little Perfect. bit, one to two ratio, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we're all about. My boy. All about <laughs> it. My dog. I love, I love to know, you know, it's like, you know, stylistically, people are all over the place in what they like, and it's like... Yeah. I have zero qualms with somebody. Like, if you were to say that, like, none of those were your favorite because you like a darker coffee, and you mm-hmm. were like, well, you picked one, but you're like, yeah, they were all good. I'd have been so psyched because it's just like, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm super into people liking what they like. Well, yeah, it's a weird question, right? I mean, it's all about yep. intention. Exactly. And then hitting, like, what you intend, intend to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And executing at that level, that well. if everybody's executing on a high level, it's less about what's better and what's worse, but it's like, what do you prefer? What yeah. do you prefer? And did they accomplish that vision? Did they accomplish that vision? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Which is cool. I wait. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Ditto. Everyone's twinning. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, I I wish people would be more open with stuff like that. Yeah. You know, too. and like, oh, you said you want something darker. I'm gonna just like rip your head off because that's not cool <laughs> right now. You know. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. We don't. You're do so that wrong. Here. Yeah. Like, I would oh, just. Sorry. Yeah. I would like to see more things being accepted. Yeah. Just yeah. a little bit more variance and specialty. Yeah. Totally. That'd be cool. That would be cool. We should do that, Jer. Okay, yeah. Chris. Go third crack. Cool. That was hard to convince you. <laughs> well, I've been on board for a minute. We agreed. Yeah. <laughs> we have the same shirt and hat, basically. It's true. <laughs> Although I'm a dirty hat on. Man, Roman. What do you want to talk about next? That's the real question. <laughs> let's talk about roasting. Guys. Oh, man. Let's talk that's about the ro- thing. I didn't want to probe you too hard, but I'm well, super yeah, down to talk Yeah, let's jump roast. in on that. Are you down to talk about the Diedrich a little yeah, bit? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, so I, wanna, I want you guys to talk about roasting, too. Okay, oh, I'll talk about roasting all day. Let's do it. So, okay, roasting on the Diedrich. I've never roasted on a Diedrich, but I've talked to a couple people who do. Uh, Jonathan over at yep. Bellamundo and Slow, he's got a Diedrich, which he's modified heavily. What do you do? Do you know? 
Uh, he put in some like auxiliary, like direct heat burners into it. What? Yeah, he went crazy on it. If you're listening to this and I got your mods wrong, don't <laughs> don't hate me. I'm, this is we talked about it, but something like that. Cool. Uh, he's super rad. He's he's roasting some good coffee over there. So he just wanted a little bit more um, funk in the trunk. Yeah. But everything I've heard about the Diedrich is what you were kind of saying before. Everybody does Longer long profiles. profiles, fifteen and over. Yeah. 15 to 20, but you're running them quite a bit shorter. You yeah. Say. Well, that's what um, Diedrich kind of recommends. Like, you go up there to that seminar, and that's what they're all about, those long profiles. And Steve Diedrich um, pushes that really hard. Those infrared burners, um, he says, fit a longer profile better, um, which, like, we, we've we done uh, a lot of different profiles. Like, we've swung everywhere from, like, 17-minute roasts all the way down to, like, 9-minute roasts. Um, right. And, uh, and are you still on the IR7? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Which <laughs> is starting to feel kind of tiny, um, but it's a lot of fun to roast on. Um, but yeah, so usually, uh, pretty much always, those shorter roast profiles were winning out. Um, they just were tasting sweeter, um, more aromatic, mm-hmm. um, zippier, like brighter. Right. Um, so that's that's really what we steered towards. What Most, kind of batch size are you running in that roaster? So seven kilo. I mean, it's rated for uh, like almost 15 pounds, but we never do more than 10 pounds. Right. Um, that's like where we can be most efficient with batches and totally. get those quick roast times. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's... 10 pounds is the maximum that we ever do. Um, for like naturally processed coffees, usually it's like nine pounds. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, short, quick profiles is kind of what we've drifted towards over the past few years. And do you log on a Cropster? Cropster, or a, man, yeah. all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cropster's tight. Cropster Dude, that platform well. is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You it track work. a lot. It works yeah. pretty well. We piggyback on the Cropster. Yeah. yeah. Th- thanks, French Press and Castle <laughs> Thanks, Coffee Castle, Masters. for letting yeah. us piggyback on your Cropster. And you guys are using a Geeson, right? We are Geeson. right now. Mm, so 15 sexy. kilo Geeson. It works well. It works really well. I like it a lot. Um, the Our batch size has been right around 20 pounds yeah. for the most part. I think we've done as small as 18, we've but we 18. usually settle 20 to 22, mm-hmm. uh, which seems to be really comfortable. Yeah. I know you can do like bigger batches on it but it's been accessible and, it, and it's been uh it just kind of does what we want it to do exactly yeah. really exactly. easily That's and cool. our roasts are kind of on the shorter time frame too like most of our roasts end up being lately in that 10 and a half minute range to yeah. 10 Basically 12 10 to 13 yeah is like our jam yeah we're yeah. 10 to 12 most of the time yeah. like in we're that probably sweet more spot. like that yeah i don't think we've had that. any really 13 minute ones i think we did uh alita got to 13 but other than that that was only one time that was a one time yeah and they liked it they liked it <laughs> but we ended up shortening it up anyway yeah no we on did the next we, li- ones. we liked it better yeah mm-hmm. what do you guys think of uh scott rouse declining rate of rise commandment i i mean we, we follow it in a nutshell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like a pretty good rule in that for sure if you've got – I mean, what I've experienced is that, you know, that really big flat line or really, really, really slow rate rise near the end, you know, I get a lot of, like, baked flavors. And we tend yeah. to mm-hmm. not try to, like, pump the um, the juice too hard <laughs> is where – well, I guess what, what we'll try to do is set up our charge and our initial burner – so that the curve we want kind of rides that first like mm-hmm. couple of minutes of the roast, so we don't have to do a lot of like pumping Backing the gas off. up and pumping yeah, the gas yeah, down. Yeah. If everything goes perfectly, we definitely do like a series of like steadily decreasing burners, yeah, and increasing fan speed in most yep. cases to mm-hmm. pull a little more air through the drum. Cool. And then we'll have sometimes that little uh, 
I don't know if you've read some of the more recent articles. That little bump that the he called the flick. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We have the we have the flick, oftentimes, uh-huh. and I haven't tasted any you know negative byproducts to the flick. Uh oh, controversy. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah. No, I'm actually right there with you, dude. So I I can't. I haven't seen. Uh, undoctored, perfectly smooth, declining rate of rice curve yeah. yet. I no. know, I know. And everybody was talking about this on that, um, on the comments on that blog post. Right. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, because I commented on it too. Because and you know Scott's been great, but I, I want to see, I want to see that rate of rice yeah. curve. Somebody without done, the smoothing, without the smoothing, yeah. done at the same settings that the other ones are shown at. Dude, just it's almost impossible. I just want to see apples to apples. <laughs> and if it in my experience like i have never got it to where it's been totally perfectly declining i always have a little bit of flick always yeah. a little flick yeah. but if and the thing is i'm not saying like i'm right or you know he's wrong or he's right and i'm wrong but if it is possible i just want to see it yeah and i mean we've we've gotten a completely declining rate of rise on the Diedrich. um but when we do we do blind cuppings with yeah. them and usually the flick versus not the flick um they're not like consistently cupping better than one another. It's usually 50-50. So right. interesting. Yeah. And what where does the flick happen for you guys most of the um, time? Most of the time it happens uh so right after the first crack. Right. Right. Um, coffee starts cracking. Mm-hmm. Um then it'll drop off pretty dramatically if you're mm-hmm. not keeping up with it. And uh then if you apply some more gas to kind of keep it going to get that uh twenty percent development, twenty to twenty five percent development. Uh, then it'll start uh, start to crank up a little bit after that. Uh, okay. okay, so you'll add gas after. We don't. No, we don't typically. But that's okay. what the flick is usually from. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. Usually, we try to just go in there with enough momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, apply enough gas earlier in the roast to where it's just kind of cruising along on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, smooth, steady decline in that rate of rise. Yeah, yep. that's kind of where we're Similar. at. Similar. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's like typically, yeah, two or three stages of notching back. Yeah. And then. In a perfect world, we just increase the fan speed and it just yeah brings totally. them closer together. What about development time? You guys Any twenty to twenty five percent on no, that? No, we're not more, even. We're more like eighteen to twenty one, twenty two. Okay, it's for a filter roast. For a filter roast is where yeah. we seem to like it. What about Spro? Spro, we haven't played with too much. If it's a single origin espresso, we've had really good luck with our filter profiles. Yeah. So right on like twenty percent, like mm-hmm. that Limu at twenty percent was fantastic. It was very good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then. I've played before on the San Franciscan with some 24, 25 percenters, but I just don't like them as much. I feel like they're a little bit more muddled. Yeah. And if if I wanted to get more kind of depth or body or, you know, I would actually rather, in my mind, what tastes better is still a little bit lower development percentage. Let's say 20 versus 25 at a little bit of a higher temperature. Yeah, that's okay. kind of been yep. my You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, so getting, you're getting the ability to like balance out acidity by yep. like getting it hot. Chris and I always talk about uh, roasting as like uh, trying to compare it to espresso, and we don't have it exactly dialed in and how we can speak about it. It's but not it's a like, science yet. It's not yeah. a science yet, but maybe we'll get there. But, <laughs> you know, it's like if you take a shot too long, you get whatever flavors. And if you take it too short, you get flavors and so on and so forth, and you got dose. But if you play with all these things, you can kind of like relate that where it's like hotter would be like whatever, taking a shot longer as far as volume goes. Yeah. And getting more of that stuff. Now I feel that. That's but awesome. maybe while keeping like the extraction time the same. So, yep. you know what I'm saying? You get like this mix and balance of things happening. That's cool. I think there's a way to find a happy medium for yeah. us. Yeah. It's weird. 
We're weird. It's crazy. We're weird. <laughs> but yeah, that I might guess, make sense to somebody out that there makes who's sense. listening. I, I guess like in, yeah, in a nutshell, I like if I was going to do a roast, like if we're doing a roast for espresso, we're more likely to like take it darker at yep. a same development time, like darker temperature wise. Let's say if our baseline's exactly. hotter. Let's say our baseline's end. 405 degrees yeah. at 20%. Right. And we want to take it darker for espresso, we'd probably be more likely to take it to like 408 degrees at the same percentage of development rather than just keeping that 405 and doing, you know, 25, 24 or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, there's other things. There's time and all kinds of other totally. shit going yeah. on. But yeah. It's not as simple as that, but that's kind of the theory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it, awesome. and yeah. I mean, that's the thing is with that, uh, with Tonio, the Costa Rican coffee that we had, we took that coffee and I pulled it as espresso and we took it up to 410 and it actually ended up being like really nice and it didn't taste at all roasty yeah. and it wasn't lacking in anything at all. Is that the one you guys brought to Barista Camp? Were you guys giving out samples of that at Barista yeah. Camp? Go Chris Bob. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What tasted that? It's awesome. I had, Very I nice. had both. Yeah. Tonio and Alita. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that was uh, 408 to 410 degrees at about 18% on that one? 19? 20? Uh, was it? Tonio was 19.5. 19.5. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and that one was uh, um oh man, what am I trying to say right now? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I mean it was like a, it was a four hundred degree charge. Oh yeah, I was gonna talk about temperature. Yeah, you charging. Take the temperature. Well, no, it's just like end temperature. Oh, Take yeah. the temperature for what it's worth because everyone's probes are yeah slightly are different, different, right? Different thicknesses, so. different placements. So yeah, yeah, that's big. So if someone's like four hundred eight is super crazy, and maybe it's similar to someone else's, yeah, you it know, might yeah. four fifteen elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> or like, or like four hundred two or four hundred. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> is the uh, probe on that geese and pretty responsive? And you guys get so uh, according to Rayo, it's actually a little bit thick. And it could theoretically sluggish. be, yeah, a little bit sluggish. He, huh. I mean, and that's that's a generalization. We yeah. haven't we haven't tested it and gotten a, a thinner one. But he said, you know, it could be up to like thirty seconds off. What? And you might be taste, you know, your temperature might be it. what was thirty seconds ago or whatever. I, that's crazy. It, but once you get comfortable yeah. with what you're doing in the yeah. roaster, like the number doesn't even really matter, mm-hmm. right? In you it's know, like knowing your yeah, your knowing where you're at matters. Yeah. yeah. But if four oh eight is really four oh eight is whatever. Yeah, as exactly. long as you're tasting what you're doing. As long as you're tasting what you're doing, and you mm-hmm. can replicate that pretty. Totally. But yeah, uh, like I don't know what the we had a completely different setup on the San Franciscan. Yeah. And the roast temperatures on that were way lower. Really? Yeah, like 400, high 390s, stuff like that. Yeah, those were your finished temps. Well, yeah, and yeah. that's like I'm sure the probes were just so different. Yeah. Because the sure. like the depth or mm-hmm. w- roast level of the coffee wasn't remarkably different. Hmm. I don't have a color tracker or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we don't we don't have an Agtron scale. We have eyeballs. <laughs> I have two. We have two eyeballs and a couple tongues. Yeah, <laughs> you can get real busy with. You can go get some paint samples from Home Depot. Yeah, <laughs> like that swatches. Yeah, that's like sick uh, Pantone. You that's a, <laughs> we roast that to a six twenty D. Yeah, <laughs> you guys know where that is? No. Martha Stewart collection. <laughs> Roman told us to do this. He said it works. <laughs> Blame it on Roman. <laughs> Blame it on Romy Rome. <laughs> Yeah, roasting is really, really interesting. I'm in, I'm kind of in love with it right now, and I, I don't get to do it enough. It's just understanding what you can do to your coffee in so many different ways. Before, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I fell in love with espresso first, and just to be able to, to see that through to a whole other level, and man, it's huge. It's very big time. It's fun. I love it. You can change coffee's flavor so much. It's yeah, yeah. By it's not crazy. doing that many different things. So you got to really pay attention, roasters. It's not as simple as just like putting it in there. Not just turning them brown. Yeah. It's pretty intense, really. 
It's pretty funny. Well, because all roasters do is like check Instagram, right? <laughs> I mean, a lot of them, it feels like. Or like shop for bike parts or Tumblr. whatever. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like, we're close to the roast curve. It's close. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. It's pretty it's close. N- it needs to be. It's dramatically different if you're not directly on that roast curve. Yeah. And if you're not tracking where things happen. Yeah. Are you guys using Roast Ranger from Cropster? It's got like a tracking system. Sounds cool. It's, or oh not. my gosh, it's so cool. It Is like, that where you set the bumpers or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, we've actually just, uh, so Todd, the owner of, so Chris and I are not, but mm-hmm. Todd, the owner of Castle, he has just started working with those, and I know they're using them at Verve as well. So killer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so nice. I bet. Yeah, we'll definitely have something we'll like have that, that when we open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right now, we don't use it because it's just the two of yeah, us roasting. Yeah, yeah. Next to each so other there's staring. no there's nobody else ever on that thing, so yeah. we're just like locked in on it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a really cool feature. Love it. It seems so. I can't believe that you would ever roast without it. I know, dude. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, you will get alerts sent right to my phone. Yeah, yeah, I get an update every night. Jerry will get text a text and be like, Jerry, what you doing with the roast player? <laughs> like, Chris, I got this idea, but I didn't tell you about it. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool, Jerry. Fucking with my roast ranger. <laughs> <sighs> you went outside the bumper. We had an agreement. <laughs> I made it my own. <laughs> <sighs> no, we will use that. I think that's a really fantastic tool. Yep. Uh, I want to hear this one thing because I'm taking it full circle, and then yeah. we can get back into wrestling if you have any other questions. What is the vision and the mission? For evocation? Exactly. We haven't Sh- talked about it. Um, For us, it's, I mean, it's just making really great coffee mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean, bringing it to Amarillo, bringing that up really high level of service. Mm-hmm. I mean, our mission statement is connecting people with coffee. Yeah. And for us, that means making a, an awesome service environment where people feel comfortable, uh, where they feel welcome, and brewing up delicious coffee. Uh, it's really just as simple as that for us. Is Evocations, um, is the goal right now, you know, the shop and the mm-hmm. roastery? Is it, are you, are your eyes like three shops and we're good? Is your, or are your eyes like, I don't know yet. We'll, we'll see where this goes, you know? Um, yeah, we would actually like to have uh, three shops in the next five years. There you go. Um, so we started out uh, wanting to do a coffee shop slash roastery big time, just yeah. like have a huge cafe. Um, and we'd wanted to do that downtown back when we first started off. But uh, kind of scaled that back a little bit, made it just a tasting room. Um, so now uh, we're kind of in a position where we can do that. So we're kind of scaling up, doing the cafe, um, wanted to expand that a little bit. And nice. That's kind of our next mission. So Perfect. Are you planning on going to Origin and doing like all the sourcing trips? Have yeah. you already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. Um, this year, we actually did our first uh, direct trade lot with Annie Ruth in El Salvador. Okay. Um, that was amazing. So much fun. We're going back there early next year slash maybe later this year. We'll just have to see. Yeah. But yeah, um, that was fantastic. Um, we went to Costa Rica the year before that, too. Um uh, with uh, Thrive Farmers. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys heard of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty uh-huh. cool little operation. Um, but yeah, Annie Ruth was our first full direct trade lot. Um, and that coffee's been tasting fantastic. It's on our offering list right now, actually. That's exciting. Part of our espresso, too. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, where could somebody buy that, potentially? Evocationcoffee.com. Perfect. Or evocation.coffee. Perfect. We oh, had, really? We hadn't plugged yeah. you yet. You got the dot .coffee? Dot .coffee bought that. Oh, man. Surprisingly, there was nobody else vying for evocation.coffee. Man. We should buy cat and cloud dot pizza. Ooh. JIC. JIC. <laughs> Somebody might come along and try to stump us. <laughs> Not this time. We curveballed you. We got you. I love that. 
Yeah. So you've been you got to go to Origin and you're 24, which I just have to say you you kind of started into the entrepreneur world at 17. You yeah. You said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 17. So actually, we couldn't legally own the business at 17. It was in my dad's name. <laughs> I think that's so sick. So what? It was crazy. <laughs> like what got into your head? You were at the restaurant. You know, yeah. your your parents have a business. He's got you know this thing that started in 1957. It's the Tex-Mex thing. So you've yep. been around this kind of spirit. So did you know? early on you're like yeah i'm gonna have my own business yeah it's going down yeah sort of i mean like i've been doing business stuff since forever like back when i was tiny tiny i had a, a wagon that i sold co- uh sold candy off of um, oh. i just like pull it around the neighborhood and uh, sell it to all the kids in the neighborhood so yeah i've been doing business stuff for quite a while um you're that guy that i always hear stories about yeah, oh, like, yeah. With a, <laughs> you know started with a lemonade stand then he's like selling houses and then Ends Banana up as a psychopath Banana killer. Stand. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> murders everybody. <laughs> That's me. He's all there's money in the banana stand here. <laughs> and human parts. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's literally money in the banana stands. <laughs> How much more clear could I be? <laughs> Burn the banana stand. <laughs> I misheard you. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So I was, uh, I was a little tired of being in the food service environment. Mm-hmm. I went from the like restaurant environment to another food service environment of coffee, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's when I started working at uh, that cafe there in town um, and kind of got out of uh, food for just a little bit, which was good because it is so intense working in a restaurant, man. It is I super bet. intense on your feet all yeah. the time. Tables are just super, super high stress. Like I would have stress dreams about forgetting tables. <laughs> oh, man. Were you a server? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've done... Uh, I served, I did a uh, busing, dish pit, mm-hmm. just about everything. When I uh, lived in Chico, there was a, a sister company to the coffee shop that kind of got me into coffee, aside from my dad's, but we, uh, I was like, the bur- it was a weird place. There was like a coffee service bar in the middle, but like you served food to the people at the bar, and then you had to like, but you had to bust the tables as well. It was very What was it called, Jer? Sin of Cortez. Mm. Modeled after a place in San Diego called The Mission, almost the exact same menu, actually. <clears throat> really good food but say i mean restaurants are just intense man yeah i still remember <laughs> i went i had to work christmas day and i cannot believe i actually don't have money from this but <laughs> christmas day we're slammed and i go to in the rush pull out the curtis water boy or the you know the the basket to brew more coffee yeah in the middle of a brew cycle and so i got scalding hot oh. handful of of grounds basically uh, you know 200 degree mud brutal and I had boils all over my hands. Oh, my gosh. And these people didn't even, like, take me. They basically were like, are you good? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, cool. And they threw a glove on it. And <laughs> I just, like, worked. And I never, like, now that I'm older, which is, like, over 10 years ago, you know, I'm like, jeez, people. Like, Yo, don't. What the <laughs> I was like, I should literally <laughs> have gotten at least, like, some doctor stuff going on. Christmas Day, I'm working for you, and you're all, you're good. <laughs> well, it's like, people don't. This dude, is what, that's hardcore. What kind of human being does that to another human being? Dude, the Like, same I get it. Okay, like, you're their worker. They're like, we're paying you to work. But it's like, yeah, you're still a human. <laughs> this guy's got fucking burning hot coffee on his hand. Whoever you are, you, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> it was gnarly. I just remember, yeah. And it's one of those things where at the time, though, I was made to believe that, like, no, this is normal. You just work through it. Yeah, this is how you do. <laughs> yeah, like, I would have been the loser who went to the hospital <laughs> to get fixed is literally how I would have been made to feel, which is very funny. Anyway, sorry. I just think restaurant service is hard. Yeah, People, yeah. like, they are into it. Yeah. It's easy to get sweaty. burnt out. 
It is. And so it, Pete Licata briefly mentioned this in his, because he worked in restaurants as well, in the same seat you're sitting right now. Oh, bro. my God. Champion seat. Uh, Champion's corner. But I shivered. He, you should. You deserve a nice <laughs> shiver. He kills it. The guy does good coffee. But restaurants are hard. Like, we in coffee have a hard job to do because coffee's young and we have, like, a big message. And, mm. like, we have to com- communicate how amazing and important this what we're doing is, right, in yep. its own way, shape, or form, and, and earn respect. But on that same level, like we also have it quite a bit easier than those working in restaurants, you know, and yep. in, in like a different way. Like we're not we're sweaty, but we smell like coffee, <laughs> you know, we're sweaty and we don't like smell like movie theater popcorn and yep. tacos and or the dish pit or the dish pit. Yeah. Or the grease trap. or the grease. Trap. Yeah. The grease trap. The grease trap's the worst, man. That was my. Yeah, we did that one. I relive those McDonald's nightmares. Yeah. And Jack in the box for me. <laughs> grease trap. Yum. Dude, so good. Huge grease traps outside. Although I used to make myself the sickest, like triple quarter pounder things. At super the end of healthy, the night. good food. Yeah, super oh. healthy, good food thing. And I would use the bun for the smaller size hamburger with the meat for the bigger hamburger. Oh, so you felt so. So masculine. I felt such like a champ. Oh yeah. man, yeah, so creative. That's my life. Right there. <laughs> Love it. Cool little fact. <laughs> Do you have any unique drinks you're working on for your cafe to be? Um, I mean, we're doing cool stuff right now, like an orchata latte. Whoa, um, big yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Is it so as simple as it sounds? It is as simple as and it is sounds. Is it delicious as it sounds? It is, dude. We're oh. just doing a cold brew and orchata that we're making in house. Oh, um, that's messed up. Yeah, uh, we've got. This is that cold brew like a concentrate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Oh, it's not gosh. diluted at all. Can yeah. I? We're gonna go. This after sounds this. fantastic. Can we actually go to this place called Romanti Easter? They do a unique horchata, and they actually use nuts in it. Ooh, is it's, that why it was so good that one the, time you got no, it? No, it's always so good. <laughs> It's the best horchata I've ever had. <laughs> Roman's going to be like, whatever, bro. <laughs> Evocation got you. Won't law. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I mean, that. I don't know. You, have you guys eaten food no, since 82? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not there. But, I mean, <laughs> today, have you had food besides McConnell's ice cream? Shout out. We had a lunch somewhere. Where was it? I can't even remember. It's okay. But yeah, yeah, I'm totally down. Okay. Let's go get it. And some wine. I was just saying, because we're getting close to the end of our time, and we have to think about what's next. We've, We've got... Ten minutes. We've basically. got ten easy minutes. Ten easy minutes. Yeah. Mm. Let's so, knock it out. We yeah. share the studio. We share the studio with Patrick Melroy, our producer, who's a great guy. Uh, Pull String Press. That's our shout out opportunity right there. This is brought to you by the Pull String Press. He listens to all these, edits <laughs> them, slaps the intro on. He sure does. Puts the music in. He basically makes us sound better than we music are. Music by Mike Reezy, dude. Mike Resendez, the analog mm. resolution. There's our shout outs. You can download it on the interwebs. <laughs> Do you have any shout outs? I mean, you've kind of shouted out your team, four people. Yeah. Totally. Shouted out Padre, who gave you the uh, listen to the people. Yep. Yep. Info. And uh, Amy, obviously, co owner of Evocation, killing it every day. Classic Amy move. Every day. <laughs> yep. Um, Ryan Jarbo at Palace Coffee, because he is maybe your biggest fan. I was going to say, is he the. Did he write in too? I feel Maybe. like I, I've definitely, Ryan, I've definitely experienced either an email or some Twitter conversations with you. I'm going to like look through right <laughs> now and see if I see some. Anyway, great yeah. guy, Ryan Jarbo. Ryan Jarbo. I can already tell he's a great guy. You yep. should just tweet him right now. Do it. Just <laughs> He'll go crazy. Thinking of you. Just send him a tweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thinking of you. When you listen to this, you'll know it happened and he'll be like, wait, that happened like a week ago. <laughs> he's probably drinking Cat and Cloud right now. Is he? Have you had any of our coffee? Yeah, dude. Can you um, give us some? Uh, besides, I guess you did talk about the Tonio. So I yeah, yeah, that was solid. Give me um, honest feedback, though, or us honest. No, feedback. it was killer, man. It was really, really good. Uh, we kept that against uh, two or three other centrals that we brought, ba- or that Savannah brought back from Barista Camp. That was 
uh, one of, if not the best on the table. So, who had some of your other favorite coffees that she brought back? Um, I'm trying to remember all that she had, dude. There were yeah. a lot. Um, I came on with so much coffee. I yeah. really like the Onyx stuff. Yeah, That's I don't know if she brought back any Onyx. I've oh, had really? Onyx. Yeah, oh, we yeah. just order from them from time to time. Okay, Solid. they were crushing it pretty hard. That was good. What else was good? I've been drinking that Lamille that John Martin sent over. Mm, John Martin, thank you for that. It's, oh, it's good. Um, James Coffee, the uh, yeah, brown yeah, yeah. bag with like out the owl. The owl on I had it? never heard of that before. But yeah, that was, they're in San Diego. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Matthew's there. It. That was so good. That I haven't had any of their coffee yet. It was really good, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I need to go. You know, I haven't either. They always have really nice looking crema on their lattes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he, how, do you, <laughs> how do you get the crema so nice? <laughs> I'm just saying. It, uh, Wait, Ma- is it Ma- what Ma- kind Ma- of crema is it? Is it like the Japanese crema? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, it is kind of like that. Like, I like very rich, kind of dark. It's red, like shiny, shiny. Yeah, because ours is kind of fluffier. Okay, yes. which I get jealous when people have the shiny crema. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a little kinda bit darker. Like yeah, probably a little bit darker, a little bit more aged out. Yeah, yeah. that. You know, you look at any like latte art page on Instagram that's from Japan. Yeah. And their shit's like perfect. <laughs> it's like just built for speed. Where the <laughs> hell is Ryan Jarbo, right? Um, what is his J A R B O E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is just not showing up anywhere. Let me look him up. Real Ryan, quick. I thought you were a man. <laughs> <laughs> he Let probably is see. in my emails. It's. It's Kitten Hug Jarbo. How did I forget that? Kitten Kit- Hug Jarbo. I would have never found that. What's your morning coffee routine? What do you what do you do in the oh, morning? Oh gosh, I just like So oh, there's two questions buried in here. I'm yeah. going to ask two two for one. Go. What's your morning coffee routine at home and what's your morning coffee routine at the shop? Zero at home. Dude. Zero at home. Yeah, we don't have anything. Nothing. Yeah, okay. so we were getting on the plane to come to LA and we didn't have time to go to the coffee shop like we usually do because it was super early flight and so we actually had to bring Pre-ground coffee in a little uh, Kalita wave. And Did you brew it on the plane? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> so thugged Not out. that intense. We just did it at home that morning. Oh, okay. But yeah, no gear at home. Um, our, my routine is really just like walk in the coffee shop like a zombie with all the lights turned off, make a cup of coffee all by myself. Taylor shows up or she was either there uh, waiting for me. We'll drink it. And then we can start the day and start drinking the rest of the good coffee. Do you go for brewed coffee first, always yeah, before espresso? Always. Okay. Yep. Nice. I was I mean, the other way. I do espresso, but yeah. mostly brewed. Here's what's funny. I was all espresso first, then brewed. And then recently I've just gotten so into brewing coffee at home on our Bonavita and then drinking it on the way to work <laughs> and then having my <laughs> espresso when nice. I get to work while I'm still like finishing my cup. <laughs> Yeah, I love brewing coffee at home more than I used to. I've been brewing way more coffee at home, yeah. probably because I'm mostly unemployed. But <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's just I, like there's so much good gear up at the shop. It's like it's kind of hard for me to justify like buying another espresso machine or yeah. even like a pour over for that. Oh, yeah. sure, that's yeah. fair. I was the same way. I don't know what happened to me, but just recently, I think I just hit a hot pocket. I think yeah. we've also had a lot of different hot coffees pocket. to try. Like I've had a lot. I've gotten more coffees. Then, yeah, thank yeah. you to everybody. Who oh sent my us gosh, Cat people sent coffee. us coffee. It's the most fantastic thing ever. It is pretty amazing. I've who sent coffee. us coffee? You brought coffee. coffee? You yes. <laughs> you know what? I have a. I don't have any bags though. That was my problem. I have a five-pound bag of coffee in my thingy, and I was. Like, I don't know if that's going to be enough. It's. Gonna, <laughs> I was like, how do I get coffee to Roman? He got all the way out here. Do you have any bags with you? 
I don't. Chris Baca? We'll just send you some with yeah, the next order. Oh, I mean, better. we have a roast day this weekend, so. Uh, that's true. We'll just we'll put get you some freshness. Nice. Yeah. We'll put it in a real bag and put it in the real mail. 10 pounds at least. Yeah. Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. We'll send you a whole batch. And, uh, nice. Yeah. 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 You could do funny. whatever. Cool. Drop ship that. You can not brew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could be like, I'm tired of this guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. over it. <laughs> I don't care. It's no big deal. Uh, shout outs to who did send us coffee? Huckleberry. Huckleberry got us coffee. Ooh, they're good. Super awesome. They're good. For the, you guys, yeah. John um, at LaMille. Yep. My boy, uh, Mr. Montana Rex at Messenger Coffee. Shout out to you. Thank you for all those coffees. Those were well roasted. I we got that. Racking up five star house on, uh, on, on roast, roast ratings. ratings. Yeah, Messenger. Yeah, they're killing it, huh? Yeah. Their bags are sick, too. I like them a lot. Yep. What do your bags look like? Oh, let me do you have it out? Yeah. Ah, bring it. Bring it. I'm really glad you got you got to come out here and, I know, and have a quick trip. Oh, wait Boom. a second. Those are awesome. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember seeing second. them and being like, that is nice. Did you see them on Instagram or something? No. I had are you, are you this lying, coffee. Jared? It was delicious. You've had that coffee? I've had this exact coffee. What? From where? Education K. Chion sent, brought this back from somewhere. And I don't remember where. Or my Maybe friend. Maybe Camp? Yeah. Savannah was handing out samples. Uh, no, no, it wasn't Barista Camp. He wasn't Chris in camp. Chris was there. It was. Maybe you brought some back, Chris. Did you bring this back? I don't think so. I think I. Anyway. Well, I, I think you're having a dream sequence. No, no, no. <laughs> it, was, it was my friend. It was Ryan from San Diego then. He got some of this. Really? Somehow. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. He must have ordered online. And he came up and worked at Guest Shift. He used to work for the French Press. Cool. He came back a couple weeks ago. Anyway. We cupped this, and this was amongst the, one of my favorites on the table. Oh man! And that's and I also because I was like, this packaging's cool. <laughs> and it was before you and I had talked, and I was like, I wonder what's going on with the vocation. Anyway, good job with the packaging. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. It's Wait. got a, you can reseal it, right? On top? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See, props. love that. That's like my favorite feature. Yeah, resealing's good. Is this a what a quad seal? Do they call that on the side? It's a, or yeah, and box block bottom. bottom, block bottom. Yeah, yeah. Block yeah. bottom with the resealable is hot right now. So hot right now. It's a good bag. It's a good bag. You know yeah. what's nice is you get like. Like we have the pouch, mm-hmm. but the pouch ends up being taller. Yeah. So this fits on a shelf better. Yeah, it fits on the shelf better. I also liked it. Now that I'm hating on our bag, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying we quit ourselves. <laughs> We're never good enough, you guys. <laughs> it's a phobia. Uh, I got to have flashbacks because I got to go to that mill. Did you guys go to the mill when you went to Costa Rica? Oh, uh, Rio Horco. Yeah. No, we didn't. It I didn't get to hit it up. It looks amazing though. It's from just the pictures. neat. Yeah, and just like the microclimates in Costa Rica, it was. It was so interesting to go from, you know, classic Central America that everybody pictures and tropical mm-hmm. to like pop over the hill to Rio Horco where it's like clay, red clay and kind of arid and dry mm-hmm. comparatively. And it reminded me almost of like summertime in the Sierra Nevadas, which most people listening are like, whatever does that mean? But <laughs> dry, arid, nice, warm, hot mountains is what yeah. it reminded me of. Yeah. And then it's it's way up on a hill like most coffee farms. And on the other side, there was like. The guy, one of the, the, the dudes there was like talking us through the other side. And there's like, the other side looked like a dragon, the other mountain peaks across the way. And he's all, there it is. And we have to sit on a roof. And that's but where I swam in coffee. Was that, that the uh, Cafe Imports trip? Yeah, the Cafe Imports, breeze, the picture that actually went in there for all the champions that year yeah. in coffee was at Rio. I was probably sitting in your coffee. That's why I tasted so good. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Just went shirtless for you. It's <laughs> totally cool. There was a lot of sweat in that picture. No, there was no sweat. It was ice cold in the water. Coffee. A lot of juice. <laughs> real juicy the coffee. It wasn't me. It was probably uh, Raul Rodas or, or Mr. Austin Barista or Chapman. Chapman. Yeah. Oh, Lorenzo Perkins. It was probably Perkins, too? actually. Lorenzo was there. He was there. Definitely so was Ryan from Madcap, who also 
also wrestling a Diedrich. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he's that guy's great. I love you, Ryan from Madcap. Man. You're one of my best coffee friends. This is fantastic. <laughs> we should wrap this thing up or else we're going to get kicked out. Yeah, we don't want to get kicked out in front of Roman. We want to look cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so before we go, where can people get a hold of you? You said the website already, hey, but up, if people yeah. want to follow you on yeah, social at, media, where are you? At Evocation Coffee on okay. Instagram, on Twitter, uh, just slash Evocation Coffee on Facebook. Yeah, and on the website, EvocationCoffee.com. Hit us up. Nice. You guys heard it here first. I'm doing it right now. He's doing it right now. Boom. I might already follow you. No, but I do now. <laughs> now <laughs> followed. Look at that guy. All right, guys. <laughs> You've been listening to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. That's Brought true. to you by the Pull Strength Press. And we are signing off on this one. First people from Texas to ever be in this room. God bless Texas. We've got Roman Leo. Leo. Not Leo. Woo. From okay. Evocation Coffee in Amarillo, Texas. And you guys have the best day ever. Yeah, and shout out to any staff member who brings their uh, sends their owner out to California to have a good time. Doing it right. Big props <laughs> to that family. Yeah. Pull it together and have a scavenger hunt yourselves, guys. All right. Bye. X marks the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roman. Woo! X never. Peace ever. We did it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck Norris. <laughs>